Hello and welcome to Mad Hatter's Tea Party. I'm Wal Hattar, and with me today is Haif Kahraman. Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> welcome to Dubai. Thank you. This is your first. This is your fourth show at uh, the Third Line, correct? Uh, if they say it's the fourth, then it is the fourth. My memory is not great. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this show is going to be September 18th till October 22nd at the Third Line Gallery in Dubai, and the show is called. Audible and audible. And this is the first time you work with sound, right? It is the first time I work with sound. Yeah. Um, I wanted to kind of focus on the sound of the siren, the air raid siren that I grew up hearing in Iraq, and uh, uh, you know, it's it was hard for me because <clears throat> how do you translate a sonic memory into an object, a painting? Uh, so I was going through a lot of you know, ups and downs in the beginning and figuring everything out. And for the ones who uh, haven't had the... Well, basically, I'm getting a sneak peek right now before the opening. Yeah. Uh, when you get to see it at the opening, it's basically a combination of Hayes, I guess, iconic work as well as her more recent interactions with, with, the, with her other types of media. Yeah. So what we have is uh, kind of those, those, those beautiful visualizations of, of women... Um, but but the difference I, I see this time than the others one is she even the the depth in the story that she had before are kind of brought up further than the surface. So you actually do see them, whether it's the texture that's, that's, that's used, whether it's the actual deconstruction of, of the material, or even the separation of the <coughs> elements and the interactivity of it. Um, one of them you can even play. But I don't know if you can play here in Dubai, but you, you, I think in the show you had in San Francisco, yeah. people were kind of moving it about. It's yeah. and it's similar to the to the uh, some of her larger pieces where we had to reconstruct and shuffle over the uh, the puzzle pieces. Bravo! Yeah, exactly. Um, so to start off, yeah. All right. Um, you said you were, and and I think in one of your kind of earlier interviews, they talked about how you used. The siren in your studio yeah, to, to work and rethink and kind of get into that mood. Yeah. Why torture yourself? Right. <laughs> Somebody actually also said, "Wow, poor neighbors," because I played the sound. I, I, I really looked online to make sure to find the exact sound of the siren um, that was played during Desert Storm and during the Iran-Iraq War when I was growing up. And I found it, you know. I uh, There was this guy who had posted a bunch of MP3s, and I found the exact same sound. Um, and I played it over and over again in my studio. And for me, you know, the first time I heard it, it just gave me chills, right? But then it just kind of became uh, a bucket of questions started popping up, uh, like you know, and memories. <clears throat> um, uh, a lot of memories. I have a lot of memories that deal with that particular sound. So, And they're very intense and violent, so I wanted to kind of focus on that. We'll get to the details of the memories when we talk about yeah. the work, but I wanted to ask you about the sound. So after a okay. while, did it become normal? <laughs> it did, actually. Is that sound? You know, it's a form of PTSD, right? Yeah. Like you, you replay something from your past that tortured you, over and over again, and then you finally, you're okay with it. So okay. That's kind of how it was. I guess that's the way, of, I guess, when you look at our region and people get normal about war and bombings and things because it happens so often, you're yeah. immune to that panic. Yeah, yeah. But um, you're not immune. You left when you were <clears> younger <throat> and you've been in foreign lands 
for uh, a while now. Yeah. I mean, for me, even like loud sounds still terrify me to mm -hmm. this day. Um, I can't, like, I can't go to concerts because it's too loud and I freak out. Whenever there's thunder, I'm just like hiding under my bed, basically. So. Is it that terrible? Are you affected that horribly with the memory of it all? Yes, I am. Okay. Yes. So, for you, this is all therapeutic. A large part of it is, yeah. Um, it's therapeutic and it's also just kind of um, just dealing with it. Okay, so why now versus before? I mean, it's, it's mm. the, the time between your actual situation and, and now is yeah. getting wider and wider. Versus when you started yeah. work, it was all about women's association and kind of the things that women have to do to survive and be and kind of be accepted and be accessible. While here you still keep that, but with that extra veil of, of, of the, the war and the happiness and survival within this hostile community. Mm. Uh, well, I think my work has always kind of dealt with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so your question maybe is like, why is the work more uh, explicit yes, in the sense in the sense of yes. dealing with reference images that are mm -hmm. particularly taken from True. from the military? Um, I think uh, I think I struggle with uh, with people perceiving my work as too whimsical, and whimsical. so. Yeah, okay. whimsical, like to, you know, um, you know, this girl painting these women mm -hmm. with patterns and it kind of stops there. And so I kind of wanted to delve into something deeper and more real and, you know, more physical. So I found these cards. Uh, so are you dumbing it down? Am I dumbing it down? No, I feel like I'm doing the opposite. But you just said that earlier you had the work and this was always in it. And I know from the work before, yeah. it's it's what women kind of kept doing to be, but it wasn't on the surface like we have now. So you're mm -hmm. saying you brought it up. Is that so people can understand it easier? Maybe that's, I don't mean dumb it down. It's not uh, dumb. But it is to make it to make it more accessible or more, more direct? Yes, exactly. Create more of a direct interaction. Okay. So I wanted like something more, <clears throat> more factual, okay. basically. And the, the, the work you have in between, you had a little gap when you were kind of playing around more with construction. And yeah. you see that in the last few shows and a lot more here. How did that come into play? The construction mm. of the material. Uh, so with these particular works, uh, the, the, I guess the recon reconstruction you're, you're, uh, you're referring to has to do with the slits that I've made in the linen. It stems from having to interact with the sound and so this is how it all started i i did a random google search uh, on sound because I, I was like how how do i translate sound into image and i found uh, acoustic foam or the pyramid acoustic foam that we all know right mm -hmm. we've seen it in, in uh, music studios etc um and that was kind of the perfect material to include in the work but how do I then include it? Because I'm very precision-driven. Yes. And foam is, you know... Foam. <laughs> unpredictable. So um, so I did a lot of experimentation in the studio, and I started cutting my linen and then having the foam penetrate from the back to the front. So that was a way for me to control it. 
Okay. Then one of the pieces which I think is my favorite, if I can pick one, yeah. is the directional one. Because oh, okay. you use the, the foam cutout to create that pattern that you have for the dresses. Yeah. But for me, that it adds that, uh, the way I see it is that it adds mm-hmm. that layer of they see them as victims as well. Because that, cre- mm. that, <clears throat> that, that tear, that violence yeah. is what they're wearing. This is kind of an extra layer of yeah. how you're just seen as a woman and as a victim. There's nothing yeah. more yeah. to you than that. That's very interesting that you say that because the work was also inspired by uh, a book uh, that I found by Martin Daughtry. Mm-hmm. He is uh, an ethnomusicologist at the New York University. And he published a book titled... Uh, what is it titled? Listening to War, uh, Sound, Music, and Survival in Wartime Iraq. Mm-hmm. Uh, in one of his <clears throat> interviews, sorry, uh, he talks about this Iraqi woman who, whenever the sound of the siren would appear, all the kids would run inside and she would shield them with her arms against their ears. Mm-hmm. So she, her body became an armor against the sound, which is so amazing because that's kind of what I'm doing in my work. I mean, you, you, you mentioned the fact that it's, uh, that they're, they're clothed in this, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of the same concept. As okay. And they're shielded. And so now about this kind of memory, about this, about these uh, mm. ideas of war, mm-hmm. a lot of artists that come from the Middle East, yeah. especially, specifically more so now, are doing a lot of work about art, about war, about how see the war, about they're affected with war. And you were saying yours, we mentioned earlier that <clears throat> yours is a way to deal with your inner demons, yeah. for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, but what, <clears throat> what, how, can, how can one differentiate from the, I guess, the clutter of war art? from yeah. what is real and what is done to sell because it's the flavor of the week. Yeah. Are you trending now or is it actually a thing? Um, I don't know. I don't know if people are doing more and more war art. And are people but, showing more war art? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Are they? That's uh, all we get here. Yeah, maybe, maybe it depends on the context you're in. I mean, I'm, I live in L.A., so... Mm-hmm. So there's no war art, you know. Not true, but I mean, as I guess, let me rephrase: as a as an Arab artist, or, yeah, or artist from the region, yeah, it, all the, it fits the cliche, yeah. right? But um, so, were you forced to do this? Were you not, suggested to do this? Not at all. Okay. I mean, I came across these uh, these visual smart cards mm-hmm. <clears throat> that um, these are pocket-sized pamphlets that are distributed to the army once they land in Iraq. Uh, And they're meant to serve as translation guides between the Americans and the non-English speaking Iraqis. Mm -hmm. And in them, you have these little pictograms of uh, war-related scenarios. And they're very violent, but the pictograms look very cartoonish. And as an artist, I came across this. This is a gold mine, you know? So I'm like, okay, I have to do something about this. So I don't know if it's a coincidence with other, you know, Arab artists doing war-related themes. I don't really... I'm very isolated, actually. That's something to mention. I, you know... I, I'm the type of artist who sits in my studio and, like, never goes out. 
I don't have many conversations, you know. It, it, the conversations happen in my brain, in my head, yeah. most mostly. Uh, okay. So then with all of these ones, like I said, it's all your internal uh, issues exposed. Yeah. Do you get any kind of la lashing out or kind of... Breakdowns? <laughs> not necessarily a breakdown, uh, like negative yeah. response towards like, oh, but you're so far away. Who are you yeah, exactly. Well, that's something I struggle with. That's mm -hmm. a very good question, you know. Like, am I even allowed, like, I feel like, am I even allowed, like, who am I to do this? I haven't lived in the Middle East in, in decades, you know. I'm not close, physically close to this. Um, so I struggle with that kind of trying to balance something that I'm really, really interested in. Yeah. And, like, how to not go too far, because there are limits. And Who put those limits? I do. <laughs> okay. Um, but like, as you see from your work, your limits are getting less and less and less. They are, you know. And I think maybe that has to do with the move to L.A. Uh, and maybe it has to do with a lot of personal things that I've gone through in my life in the recent years. You know, I, I, I got out of... Um, I got out of an abusive marriage just a couple of years ago, and now I'm kind of dealing with it. And maybe this is my way of kind of <laughs> lashing out a little. In that makes sense, I guess yeah. you're comparing that war to another war. And oh, yeah. That kind of That's the thing. Relation. My work is very, very personal. So, I mean, I didn't even... I didn't admit to myself that I, I was going through that abuse mm -hmm. at the time. And so after... I divorced him, I looked back at my work and I'm like, holy shit, you know, it's written all over the work and it, I was just completely blind to it. That violence, that violence is what really started it and it started physically in, in me, you know. So how far do you think you're going to go with the art or, or your expression to, to finally get over either your personal issues or the issues with the war? How far I can go? Uh... I don't know. I mean... <clears throat> or even once it's resolved, what do you think you're going to be Well, doing? is it ever resolved, though? That's the thing. Like, if you're, if you're displaced, you're kind of like... You're always in this state of flux and this being a nomad and... Are you a nomad? I... I think I am. Can you not go back? I can go back, but I'm... I can physically go back to Iraq, to Baghdad. Okay. Um... That's an interesting I can't, word. Yeah, physically, I can place myself in Baghdad, but I can't ba go back to my lost. memories. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. That's a, that's that's a, a totally f fair situation. I think I was like, oh, we're stuck here, but you're not stuck here. But I no. guess the way you explain it, yeah. that you're mentally stuck. Mentally, totally stuck. I need to get. <laughs> I need to get over <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, maybe in a couple of years I'll hear this mm. and I'll be like, what the hell? Get out of that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay, so when, when you had the, 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 the few years ago, just the construction work, like the, mm -hmm. the not cubes, <clears throat> like hexagonal yeah. things, mm -hmm. was that different or was that the same or was that like a, an alternative way of looking at it? Mm -hmm. I don't know much about those pieces, so it intrigues me. That was right in the midst of my personal turmoil. Mm -hmm. So uh, those works, 
I guess formally you can say that they're kind of devoid of any color. They're very minimal. They're, you know, they're more like sketches, you know. I feel like I think I just needed to kind of strip that down a little bit and shake myself. Maybe that's what those works were. And do you see yourself playing around in that field more, or was it just a test? I do. Um, I mean, I'm really drawn to the symmetry and geometry of, uh, of the works that I was exploring at the time. Uh, and it was kind of more <clears throat> systematic, I guess. Maybe it was a way for me to not focus too much on what was going on in my life, you know, to kind of stray away and be more, more ordered. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So I'll have one last question before I let you go. And again, okay. thank you for um, talking to me with your, with your broken uh, voice. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and your cold. No, I'm, I'm sorry. so sorry. Um, <clears throat> the last question is about gender bending. Okay. You have a few. You always worked with 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 the female visuals. Yeah. But some of the visuals um, in the show had the, the male aspect of the beard and all of that. So yeah. You kept it within that female aesthetic. Yep. Yeah. Why? Good question. Um, so the pictograms I was telling you about earlier, what I did was I uh, I placed my body in the same positions as these pictograms that that you that I found on the Iraq Visual Translator smart cards. Mm -hmm. So, in these war-related themes, so, you know, a woman being searched, or there's a section within that card called identification, and they have a row of pictures of uh, uh, men's faces with, you know, identifying whether somebody has a long beard, mustache, no mustache, etc. So, really, these are kind of putting my body in those positions. So they're kind of translations and reiterations of, of myself in, in these, choreographed in, in, these, uh, in these positions. Does that make sense? I need to show them to you <laughs> so and you people, can see. People could, would, would come to the show and, and see exactly what I'm, what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I guess the question more is, you just... Why kept it still... female? Yes, yeah, so it, it was still it was still uh, you, but with a with a beard on. Yeah. Why keep it female? Because that's what I do. <laughs> I paint. It sounds so narcissistic. I paint myself over and over and over again. But you know what? Uh, I do, and I think I do it because I need to give her agency. I need to give her a voice. I need to validate her. Uh, and it's also like posing questions, questions to myself. Like, how would I feel? You know, and also like thinking about these cards and the illustrators who actually sat down and illustrated, you know, these images of a woman in a hijab strapped, a bomb strapped to her, her belly. You know, and what goes on in their heads. And I kind of just wanted to place my body there and see what would happen. Well, I guess overall it is interesting that you don't take it as uh, kind of gender specific in that situation, but rather as a yeah. as a body of a person within that war. Yeah. So that's is. that's a refreshing look at something versus adding something on or yeah. even just 
in hindsight talking about it because it's something that you can't have and talk about because again it's a it's an issue or a topic that you're interested in rather than yeah I mean it's more of a personal thing yeah. if anything you know that's what it is so brilliant Okay. Again, thank you right. so much for uh, coming on my little podcast. <laughs> thank you. Um, for everyone in Dubai, Audible and Audible, Haif Kahraman's show opens uh, in the third line, September 18th, and is on till October the 22nd. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Haif, again. Thank you. And speak to you guys soon. Bye-bye.